0: To Unwind Financial, where we talk about all things health and wealth to educate, inspire, and liberate. My name is John Savage, and I'm here today by myself. My wife is back at home with the kids. She's off for spring break, so she definitely deserves it. And uh is just resting for a little bit. Uh we'll be connecting with her here shortly. But um, and also we just are celebrating our 19th year anniversary as well. So we had a great weekend out in the mountains and a nice uh, Bed and Berries place, just a beautiful place to stay. Just had a wonderful time to be refreshed, to eat some really good food and just be catered to and served by an amazing couple. Uh, We Mm -hmm. had a great time. So just shout out to my wife, my beautiful bride and queen, Leah Savage, and she will be joining us on um, some next up and coming podcasts as always, okay? What I want to talk about today is Taking advantage of your EAP plan. I'm going to say that again. Taking advantage of your EAP plan. So so EAP plan, many times people don't even realize what they have or just know they're available or what they are, but essentially it's an employee-sponsored plan, employer-sponsored plan where there's different vendors connected to help employees thrive, to deal with situations challenging, or to help them with getting connected with health programs or gym memberships or uh, financial assistance or legal assistance or healthcare assistance and so many different other programs and vendors but um, a lot of times employees don't fully know what they have accessible to them or understand how to take advantage of them so real briefly just want to go over this Uh, i work with the eap plan during the week as well so i'm a financial counselor as i've mentioned before and but the EAP plans, you typically can go to your HR manager or whoever the benefits administrator is if you're dealing with a challenging situation. Case in point, a lot of people I talk to, some are making a lot of money and have millions of dollars in a bank account. Others are literally struggling, just getting by, maybe had a divorce and I'll do divorce calls and or deal with bankruptcy. Maybe they had a loss or a bankruptcy. Sometimes it's in conjunction, unfortunately, with having a divorce, which is unfortunate as well. So... I coach people through those situations, steps to take, things they can do as well as things to consider. But how they get to me, some members are just having a really tough time and they have some amazing bosses to shout out to all you wonderful uh, managers and and team leads and supervisors and executives who are just so amazing and do what you do and lead by example. And when you see your employees going through something, you're not just there to make sure they do their job and helping other people. But you stop to acknowledge them and help them to get to to get them connected with the resources they need. And case in point, I work with one of the companies um, that deals with the financial arm for over fifteen thousand EAP plans. So we're one of many. <clears throat> and so a manager comes up to an employee, okay, what's going on? I'm having a hard time. Um, I I see you crying over there. Yeah, I just had a major situation with my marriage and just having a tough time and. I don't know what to do uh, finances are out of whack my husband isn't paying some of the bills and he's gone a lot and i only make so much income the employer says hey why don't you go here we got an eap plan here's this 800 number call them and they should be able to help get you either some resources to help you on paying the bills or help you strategize with budgeting and navigating this situation but hopefully they should be able to help you Excuse me. And so then, what happens is, one of our team members, called FSCs, they will receive the call. They do the intake, get an account set up with that employee, and the employee is then scheduled with me. John Savage, is one of many uh, financial counselors. And basically, what's going to happen, you'll get a schedule, you'll get an appointment reminder the day before, you'll get a notification that day, whether it's Three weeks prior to the appointment, you also get that notification, to let you know, hey, this is when your appointment is. And if you prefer, you can get a message by text and also by email. Not everybody has email, but most people we work with do have emails. Excuse me. Excuse me. <clears throat> and so we go through 30 minute consultations, is what they are. And I help people from dealing with credit situations to bankruptcy to uh, divorces to um i do a little bit with the retirement plan so i'll help them with navigating just basic situations on decisions to make before tapping into the retirement because many times there's other options than to jumping and getting a loan for your retirement plan and in some cases, i've had members where if they could have just got to me sooner and waited another 24 or 48 hours or whatever the case may have been I could have given them some better options by the time I got through talking to them and realizing what they needed for their situation. So that's where sometimes, too, if you have the time, try not to be anxious. Even when the situation seems tough, you're not sure what to do. Wait to speak with a financial counselor through your EAP plan Uh, because there's a lot of tools out there. There's a lot of great companies, um, a lot of companies out there that you can work with uh, through the EAP plans. It just depends on who your employer is and who they're connected with but you have access to getting financial coaching. Tax coaches, we have tax coaches, we have retirement specialists who will go in depth and do a deep dive into a retirement plan and the different things you need to consider from qualified benefits to non-qualified benefits to potential tax, tax triggers to even possible loss of benefits if you're retired and you have other benefits tied to your retirement plan. So just being careful about decisions you make and how you make those decisions. That's what we do to help provide solutions to a bigger problem. And then what I do, too, I allow people to be accessible to me. So even if I'm not at the office, it's on a weekend or dealing with a situation, they forgot to ask me a question. I let them know, hey, the consultation doesn't stop there, even though we have different topics and their employer pays for different things and different employers might pay for consultations 365 other employers might pay for a limited consultation 30 days but whatever the case might be you have an eap plan available to you to help you through different challenging situations including counseling so but when someone comes to me anyway i'll find out what their situation is i ask all the questions i look at the notes first introduce myself and then I'll ask questions further because some people have a lot of details in the notes and we have to kind of break it down because I want to help people for next two or three hours but we don't have that kind of time so that's why I make myself available to if you have any other questions send me a follow-up email not every EAP plan or, or maybe a financial arm that was with another EAP plan is a part of that but that's what we do at the one I work with and it's important to have someone you can talk to I've got my own challenging situations financially and just realizing, hey, what do I do? Or having to go to the dentist or having to get some medication for allergies or whatever may have been in the past and realizing I'm not sure how to navigate this, but I didn't understand the accessibility or maybe didn't have accessibility of an EAP plan. But as I learned about them, have worked with one now and come aware of it, I try to educate as many people as possible depending mm-hmm. on their situation, what they're going through as far as options that are available to them. So just know when you're going through a tough situation before you get ready to make a major financial decision, the pulling out of your retirement account or um, making decisions on just paying on taxes and you don't really have the money, whatever it might be, you really do need help and you're told, oh, there's no options. Most of the time, I guarantee you there's some kind of alternative option. And many times I talk to people, there's at least two or three different options that are actually more viable. Than a decision they're about to make just because they don't know what to do. And many times when you're dealing with a challenging situation, it's a tough situation. You know, for those who pray, I would encourage you to pray, ask God, okay, how to lead me, help me to be still and to be prudent and really give thoughts to my steps before I do anything. Because you can make a decision that'll cost you a lot of money. And maybe it won't be a a catastrophic situation, but it still could have a major loss and effect. Whereas if you would have just waited a little bit longer to get some help. So if you don't know, if you're in a situation right now, you're working for a company or even contractors, even through the government, um, people have certain benefits. And we work with government companies. We work with airline companies. We work with um, local municipalities and so forth, all across the United States and all 50 states, including Canada and Puerto Rico, and even the, the continental U.S. and also out to Hawaii and Alaska as well so there's resources out there Uh, sometimes people want to deal with debt consolidation they just want to go and get a loan or should I respond to this company I got this letter no you don't want to do that I remember one time testing it out calling a company myself going through the process seeing what it was like I didn't give them all the information of course and go through with it but I called uh, a uh, payday loan money loan company and asked us a question i said so if i want to do this use this amount of money for business so i went through an initial process of qualify qualifying and they told me how much i qualified for i told them how much i was looking at and as i went through the process i talked to another person later they told me what paperwork i would need okay they would need a title to my car because that was asset and it is a asset because it's paid off but um as I start asking more questions, I understand the process better. Because it's one thing to read and do something, but when you have the experience and you're dealing with real people, I think that's an important lesson as well. I always say ask questions. Don't give everybody all your information up front, especially when you're trying to make a decision on a loan, depending on where your credit's at and what your need is. You can ask questions first up front. They don't want to answer them. Move on and say, I got to go somewhere else. Never feel pressured. So anyways, I went through. I said, hey, so if I borrowed this for a special business transaction over the next week. How much would it cost me um, to pay it back? And he gave me a number. And then I said, no, how much would it be just for the interest only for the next five days? He said the interest is going to be $150. And I thought that was crazy. And the amount that I needed was less than $2,000. But then this is the other topper. There's a minimum amount that they want you to borrow too and so many times people will call in about these things and i'm just using this as an example because they'll call in in dire straits and really tough situations that really are sometimes there's there's not always a straightforward answer or an immediate answer there's more of a long-term answer but it's still going to be painful in the moment and so i encourage people don't go to those companies because that's why you get in there, you borrow eight hundred dollars. I've talked to people literally they've bought, borrowed eight or nine hundred dollars, end up paying over two to three thousand dollars. And the company still wants the money because they're obligated, because of contract, and because they're allowed to legally do this. The government does not stop them. In some states uh, where governors have dealt with things like that, and North Carolina and other places uh, I've seen in the past, but there's no major crackdown because there's so much money and so many hands in the pot. That's why we have to protect each other and use the tools we have to our advantage. And that's where we come in. But there's great companies out there uh, that I just encourage you just to uh, take a look at, find out about your EAP plan. They'll get you connected. And um, there's many times a solution to your problem. And so like I said, sometimes it's uh, more immediate solutions. And that can be just navigating differently. I have some people who, putting a lot of money into a retirement account, 12%, 15%, 10%. And many of these people that I talked to them, they're paying five, six, seven, eight hundred dollars 800 a month. In some cases, I've had people paying as much as 1000 thousand, two thousand $2,000 a month because they, they were making the income and could afford to into their retirement plan. But at the same time, how much are you really yielding on returns? Retirement plans across the board in general are not yielding huge returns, <laughs> And then there's administrative costs. There's front end or back end administrative costs that people don't see. They don't take a look at the plans. They're more involved. You got your money being dispersed and different allocations within the fund up to 100%. How many times do we even take a look at those and do more research? Because it's a lot more work to do that. How many times do you get a call from a portfolio manager who's managing all these things, making two, three, four hundred thousand dollars $400,000 or more? How often do they call you or send you an email and say, hey, oh, look. This part of your portfolio, this thirty percent allocation, is not going very well. Let's move this over, and let me tell you why. You don't get those things. So anyway, um, that's another important thing too. But I'll tell people, hey, if you're not yielding a whole lot, but yet your interest on your credit cards, your loan, maybe you got a payday loan, or you have all three, is anywhere from the lowest fifteen percent, and in some cases, over thirty percent but you don't wanna let go of putting money into the retirement plan every week, every other week or every month, it's gonna be a negative amortization. So you're just gonna constantly be stuck in negative amortization while your debt load is also increasing and compounding daily or monthly as well. And so sometimes you might have to put a stop on that. So those are things that I go over with people. With the EAP plan, that's why it's important. If you need help with um, coordination of health benefits and needing a case manager, you go to a company and, and you go to your EAP plan and, and reach out and try and get some help. Uh, people are in financial situations. There's all these companies. There's MySecureAdvantage. There's Patient Advocate Foundation. There's Pan Foundation. There's Health Advocate. There's so many different companies out there uh, with resources. There you know UPMC. I know a lot of people there, and, and UPMC has some great. Um, they have a grant program or some benefits. You got T-Mobile who has some great, amazing benefits for their employees. Just a lot of great tools out there. Starbucks has different tools that benefit their employees. And I've talked to a lot of these people in all these companies and organizations where they've told me how they've benefited, uh, whether it's from babysitting or maybe there's some kind of pet benefit. T-Mobile has some really unique benefits, and I'm just using them as an example. But the whole point is you don't know unless you ask and many times you don't know what to ask and that's why we do these podcasts to educate you enlighten you but also you might want to share it with someone else and with the eap plans oftentimes you can also have your spouses of course benefit maybe you call in and send an appointment for your spouse your husband or your wife they need help with budgeting they're having a hard time managing their money um and we're looking at how to the dynamics of even communicating better that's another thing sometimes it's just i've talked to Spouses, where the wife literally is her income's okay, but their debt load right now is so much, and the husband is making a lot of money. His business is thriving; he might be making six figures, but yet he doesn't help the wife at all. She's suffering, and she's on the verge of possibly getting judgments against her and having to go to court. And there's no reason for it, because of communication, maybe because of just completely keeping finances separate. But that can, and that can, ultimately you think it doesn't affect you, it ultimately can affect you and your estate, depending on what state you're in, I'm in California, community property, and we're not the only one. Um, You know, you have benefits that might be tied to certain things and whatever might be accessible. Your spouse owes $10,000 to the IRS, but you say there's nothing in your name. If they can get that money, there's always a way to get that money. And so I'm just telling you. they. The EAP plans are a valuable resource, and they're covered and paid for by the employer. And they're free to you just to engage, to get even legal counsel. I talked to people about speaking with elder law attorneys. I've talked to quite a few families. And for them, that was a viable, potentially viable solution to help solve a lot of their problems without their parents having to do a spin down because of certain regulations and the way things are set up with the states for Medicaid and Medicare. Well, there's ways around that, but it has to be structured by the right people, the right people to be able to help you. And so I encourage people there, you know, find out about, do you have an estate plan? If something happens, you get a divorce, you have small children and you guys have a plan. You guys are amicable and working together and there's money on the table in different areas and different accounts. But if something happens to one of you or both of you in the midst of all this stuff going on, what do you do as far as setting up an estate plan? Now, those even take time. So sometimes you don't just jump into it. Or someone might have an estate plan, and there might be a situation where they didn't think about, I need to amend this. I need to update this. Or I have a pour-over will. Maybe take a look at it. Maybe I don't know what I have. And a pour-over will is an example. That's something where when things change, you have new accounts, you can put that information and write it down and put it in that those extra pages where it specifically will say pour over well a lot of times inside towards the end part near the end or final third of the um, trust documents and usually they're in a binder with the trust so anyway that's just a little brief synopsis on the eap plans there's so many benefits so many resources and even what we do creatively some of the companies i mentioned are not necessarily part of the eap plan but those are tools that we use there's even Talked to a lady from USDA, she had a USDA uh, finance property and she was looking for something specifically on type of loans or grants and she knew what she was talking about. I hadn't even heard of it, didn't know anything about USDA, just knew something I had heard of and that was it. But we started doing some research again, she said, you probably won't be able to help me and one thing I always say is with people, at least let me try. Give me the opportunity to at least look because I'm very intentional about helping people. Sometimes it's tough. Sometimes it might not be the best thing. We have to regroup and go back later, but at least give the person opportunity to try and help you. And that's another thing too, if you get a coach with any company um, and you feel like that coach wasn't the best coach or it was the wrong coach, you need a tax consultation and you got someone who does a budget credit or business and so forth, but they don't deal with taxes, then you just request a different consultation. Um, that's not on you. And the companies like the company I work with, they're very accommodating and want to do whatever to make things right. And so all we ask is just to give us an opportunity to serve you and help you. All right. That's it for now. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. If you have any questions, you guys can email us at info at unwindfinancial.org. Okay. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you.